Yesterday, I talked about Anthony Richardson, really good performance for Florida against Utah. Today, I want to talk about CJ Stroud at Ohio State. Watch the Notre Dame game and I've got some thoughts. And I have to say, some of the concerns that I've had with Stroud in the past emerged yet again. There's absolutely no doubt that he's got fantastic physical tools and you can see that. When he gets out of the pocket and he's throwing on the run, you can see the things that the NFL teams just love these days. He's throwing off platform, he contorts his body into weird positions, still generates a lot of velocity. He can throw accurately on the run and he can make some special plays. He has got good arm strength. He can throw the ball downfield. And when it gets to his pro day next year, he's going to do what a lot of quarterbacks do. He's going to put a pair of shorts and a t-shirt on and he's going to do that thing where he's running one way and then he's going to throw it back across his body, throw against the grain and he's going to throw it downfield about 40 yards and everyone's going to go wow and everyone's going to take that video and put it on Twitter and everyone's going to declare that he's going to be the number one overall pick. Now, there's absolutely no doubt that NFL teams and scouts and GMs and the media are going to be floored by his physical tools when it comes to things like a pro day and if he throws at the combine and that is going to help him. And there are going to be some teams that convince themselves that he is the real deal because of those physical tools and because of the potential. But there just are some concerns with this game that have to be noted. So I think he's a tease. I think his accuracy is erratic. You could see that you know, two of his top receivers last year have gone to the NFL and were top 15 picks. And now you see Jackson Smith and Jigba getting injured in this game very early in the game against Notre Dame. And then Stroud had some issues. He was throwing behind. He was throwing too high. His throws on the intermediate level are a, a bit of a concern. You know, his awareness on third and medium isn't great. You know, he needs maybe, let's say, nine yards on a third down. Does he throw it beyond the sticks? Does he, is he aware of, of where he needs to throw to convert? Not all the time. I think his timing's off. You know, he misses the mark too often. You know, he'd fit perfectly in Seattle because his screen passes are not thrown particularly well. And you see the tools and you see... The, the arm strength that I'm talking about and that ability to throw downfield. But even yesterday, there was one point when he was something like 8 of 11 on you know, dump-offs and check-downs and 1 of 7 throwing beyond 10 yards. Even that can be a little bit wayward sometimes. And you can't help but look at him and think, have we not seen this before? You know, toolsy Ohio State quarterback who has benefited from having a, a great assortment of weapons a player who plays in an offense that, that makes life easy. You know, they always put great production, these Ohio State quarterbacks. But in terms of being able to put it all together at the next level, we've seen a few of them now not quite get there. And, and I've not totally sold on Justin Fields either, that he's going to be the one to sort of break that streak. Now, that all said, I accept completely that you can then look at someone like Justin Herbert. And when Justin Herbert was at Oregon, played in a really boring offense, they didn't ask him to do anything despite his obvious physical talent. It was so many bubble screens, check downs, short slants. You know, I'm a little bit concerned for Tyler Van Dyke because he's going to be playing in this offense now at Miami and he showed a great ability to throw downfield and, and, and take a few risks last year in his starts. And I, I think they're going to take that away from him now. And I'm a little bit worried that it's going to impact his stock. But with Justin Herbert, it, it sort of reined everything in and he was erratic. 
you could see him make some throws. You think, what are you doing? You know, he'd miss the mark too often. You'd think he's got everything, but he just can't put it all together. And then he goes to the NFL and has just been superb. Why? Because he's got the tools and because they've been able to elevate him into maybe a, a bit more of a progressive offense. He's been able to pick things up. He's clearly very, very talented and they've been able to make that talent shine and bring him out of his shell a little bit more as a player. That could happen with CJ Stroud. Stroud could have all of the physical tools and when he gets to the next level, that's maybe when we will see his best football. And I'm sure there are going to be some teams who feel that way with him. But right now, I just see somebody whose accuracy is very, very erratic. It's very up and down. You see wow throws, and then you see very frustrating throws. And I'm looking at him, the way that he managed that offense and managed those situations yesterday, and I thought there was a stark difference between the way that he managed that game and the way that Anthony Richardson managed his. And that's despite Richardson having much less experience as a starting quarterback as CJ Stroud. So right now, as I'm looking at it, I wouldn't have an issue with any team that takes a, a chance on CJ Stroud. Let's just say if the draft was tomorrow, I think you could justify it. But you'd be justifying it and you'd, the boom and bust potential would be great. He could be Justin Herbert or he could be just another a higher state quarterback who doesn't work out at the next level. That, that is definitely viable for Stroud. And you could say, well, that's the same for any quarterback. Any quarterback's got the potential to be really great or, or, or poor if he's got physical tools. But I think it, you know, Stroud, it's very more specific in that he, he does just show these same issues. Very erratic, plays in a very favourable offence. When he's not got his great receivers, how good actually is he? Can he stay on time? Can he, can he sort of just drive a team forwards and be productive and do the little things well? Or is he just a very toolsy player who is going to be very frustrating and very spectacular? That's the question that teams are going to have to answer. And, and look, I, I just think at the moment, there's a little bit more that makes me feel comfortable about Will Levis, who's a fantastic athlete and very tall to himself, Tyler Van Dyke, and maybe even Anthony Richardson. That's, but I could easily see Strand going first overall next year, or I could see him being 15th overall in the same way that Fields was. That's, that's kind of what I could see with him. I think it's going to be very interesting to follow him as we go along. And he's not the only one with concerns. You know, everybody loves Bryce Young. When people work out that Bryce Young is five foot nine and about 185 pounds, and he's very, very small, then people say, oh, a smaller quarterback. See, but Russell Wilson wasn't 185, 190 pounds. Neither was Drew Brees. Neither was Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray was a, a unique, incredible player. I've never seen anybody throw a ball on the run downfield the way that Kyler Murray did. And he runs like Michael Vick in open space. And Bryce Young doesn't do either of those things. So, you know, these players have flaws. Will Levis had too many interceptions last year. He's already had one this year. You know, Tyler Van Dyke's had limited starts and isn't quite as mobile as some of these guys. And, and that's why someone like Anthony Richardson might end up being the cream that rises to the top because we've seen him deal that Utah game against a tough opponent with great maturity. He has got incredible physical tools. He's an amazing runner. And I've been listening to some of his interviews today off the back of that performance and I just get the feeling... You know, in terms of his personality, you can imagine him being a franchise quarterback the way that he is. He, he's got this, just this superstar quality to him. And I'm not going to get carried away. They play Kentucky next week. They've got a big stretch of games where they play LSU, Georgia and Texas NM back to back to back weeks. Anthony Richardson's got to prove that he can do what he did yesterday over the course of a number of weeks. But if he can do that, he could easily find himself above CJ Stroud because Stroud last year was too erratic. And that first game against... Notre Dame yesterday, more of the same, great physical tools, 
very inconsistent with his accuracy and just an underwhelming first showing. There's only one game though. We'll see how he progresses over the next few weeks, but there are certainly some question marks about Stroud that we're not really hearing in the media who are just kind of celebrating him as like, he's going to be the first quarterback taken or the second quarterback taken. There are a few concerns there that warrant raising. Thanks for checking out the video. We're going to have a lot of these videos over the course of this season because it's a vital draft season for the Seahawks, keeping an eye specifically on the quarterbacks to see who the Seahawks might be interested in. So make sure you hit that subscribe button spread the message out there that we're going to have a lot of these quarterback reviews. We're going to do a live stream this week ahead of the Denver Broncos game as well. Stay tuned for information on that. Don't forget to like the video. Until next time, bye for now.